Well, welcome back, everybody. I probably should. Maybe I'll clap before. We- <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Someday, welcome back. Someday I'm gonna make a uh, a beat out of all the claps you've given me. That would be good. Maybe that'll be the next that intro song. My favorite is when oh. is when you clap and then you and the guest get off track and then you have to clap again. The clap again. Yeah. <laughs> that's always good. So, you know, uh that's that's a great point. And what a great way to segue us into today's episode. We're just kind of rolling with it. So, uh, yes, we gave you a little hot take, a little hot take teaser episode that was uh, left over from 2020 to start the year off with John Michael Elder, which was such a fun episode. Been hearing some of your uh, your own hot takes. You, some of you have been sending me messages, which has been great. But I was like, we have to, before we start rolling too deep in the 2021 episodes we need to like take a moment to like remember the year that was 2020 which was to say what here's a here's a first the first kind of thought it's like what is the one word or phrase that has been said the most about 2020 you know like, like for example that was a wild year. Yeah, it or was, like twenty twenty you know? sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, was, 20- I was just thinking, like, it's pretty bold of you to have the listeners remember twenty twenty. I think most people are trying not to. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: to not, and this is not me trying to be overly like positive or optimistic. Not at all. But like to say that the whole year was boo-boo is this not true (laughs) it's just not true like there were some good things that happened in 2020 i'm not saying that 2020 was like all good but like what year was all good like can you name me a year where it's like top to finish like nailed it perfect like no like granted yes 2020 was is a you know global pandemic many many folks have lost life loved ones you know jobs have been lost businesses have shut down but at the same time you know people got engaged people got married people had kids people like got new jobs and promotions people realized that they they enjoyed working from home more than they thought they would you know relationships some you know got closer and again some did not you know that was it was something that 2020 exposed was this how your relationship is either going to flourish or it was going to um find an end you know and it became something that you said goodbye to but i mean i don't know i i I do think that like those are 2020 sucks wild year what a you know crazy what a crazy year yeah i heard that a lot 
just kind of in response to what you were saying about relationships, um, I went to my first session of premarital counseling this morning. Ooh. Yeah. Little premarital counts. And uh, one of the things that our, our counselor said was um, 2020 was the year that was the accelerator of relationships. So if there was a relationship that was headed towards ruin or ending, then it got there pretty quickly. And if there was a relationship that was meant to last a while, then it got to that place quickly. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think that's, I think that is a, that is perfectly said. I mean, it definitely was an accelerator for relationships, for friendships. You realize what friends you, you, were super connected to because you reached out to them and they reached out to you more often yeah. than than uh, than the ones that you saw mainly in social settings. So it's like it's true. We we do have relationships and friendships that are are kind of attached to show, social gatherings, like you hanging out or going to gatherings. You know, going to parties or going out to eat or something like. There are relationships that are kind of built really on that and then when you didn't have that you just didn't talk to those people as much you know um you only talk to the ones that you know called or text you and vice versa so uh yeah it was an accelerator it was a revealing a revealing year Mm -hmm. for sure well i mean so as it relates to the podcast we had uh we had a lot of great guests in 2020 like it was a truly kind of amazing year because we started off the year of course uh not in lockdown not in you know pandemic but we started the year off with our first episode being with jeff magruder which was a pretty awesome interview and we were doing it at uh at the at the little studio from Cheyenne Metters, like what a wonderful spot. We hope to be back there one day in the future. But um, that was a great episode. And that was Jeff Magruder. And then we talked about it from Aaron Morrison from Rooted, who co-founder of Rooted to Rashid Walker. No, may he rest in peace and, and in heaven. Like those were the top, those were the first three episodes. And yeah. that was a pretty amazing, a pretty amazing start to to the season and then like throughout the summer and i would say too you know to your clapping to the clapping comment it's like this was the year in which um i did a lot of interviews over the phone over zoom you know we're used to we were used to we had a rhythm the first year of the podcast of being in the same space in the same room and kind of you know having all of the the three you know, the energy of you and I and the guest, And like now uh, it was a lot of just me FaceTiming folks and then you and I FaceTiming mm-hmm. and having a conversation. And so uh, that was definitely a, a different, a different kind of year collectively. But um, I don't know if there was anybody for you that you remember us talking to in 2020. You're like, oh, that was a really neat episode or, or neat guess. Maybe neat's not the best word, but I, I mean, know. obviously the the ones that stick out to me the most are the ones that I got to be there for. Um, mostly because oh, yeah. now, you know, like uh, the like I said, the rhythm's different, and so oftentimes I'm not able to 
to listen all the way through and I'm working on. And so I have to catch up sometimes when I have a drive in the car or whatever. But the ones that I got to be there for, especially Rashid, I mean, what, what an amazing guy and, and just kind of a pure image of hard work for the sake of doing something good and right and for others. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was really special. Um, and then I, I mean, personally, I, I always enjoy when, when Wes Hart lines on and, and so (laughs) I, I just, I loved that kind of, that election episode y'all did. Um, yeah. The, yeah, those what, are the two yeah, that kind of stick out to me the most. Yeah, Wes is for sure. Uh, he's up there on on frequent guests of the Patrick podcast, and though that the the election part one part two was was a pretty fun journey with Wes Hartline and then Broderick Greer. Those were awesome episodes. We had our first international episode. That's right with uh, Australia, right? Yeah. Jared McKinnon, and guess what, folks? Uh, a little preview. I want to be talking to another Aussie soon too from Perth. We're just we're just doing all the Perth love. Like this is amazing. So uh, another international episode coming at you very soon. And we talked the Enneagram with Hunter, and we had fitness guru Chase Tucker. And oh man! And then of course, like I think a lot of people's favorite episode of the year probably was uh, the David Rubio and I episode. Like that was a pretty amazing episode for sure. Uh, just because we we've got so much history, David Rubio and I. So that was a that was a fun episode. And then oh, November twenty twenty, we talked about you, Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. one sticks out to me too, because that was me. <laughs> I got to be there. <laughs> you got to be there for that one. That was really good. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think the year was, and was, that was also the day that I proposed too. <laughs> so it was like, oh a wow, very memorable that, day. Yeah. So for now, we have a you know kind of a track line there. That was uh, that was the day you you proposed. Not the release date, but not the release the, date, the day but the day that we the, interviewed. We recorded yeah. it. Yeah, we recorded. That was the day that you that you got on. Did you get on a knee? Um, Do you remember? Y- yeah. So it, it was actually hilarious. It, it went really well. Um, the whole thing, and it was very special. Um, but we we had set up this bench. Um, I, I proposed in my parents' backyard, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but my parents have a lovely backyard. They have these big bulb string lights across the whole yard. Yeah, um, it's very and, nice. And you know, during during COVID times, it's just kind of a safe option. Um, so we had set up this bench in the yard, and it had rained the day before, like a lot, and so the yard was kind of damp. And the ground was soft. And so the, the bench was just slowly sinking into the ground the entire time we were sitting on this bench and I was talking to her. And then when I got ready to, to stand up so that I could get on one knee, I just right. wasn't expecting from when I sat down to where we had gotten to in terms of the sinking bench. It was just very disorienting. So I kind of stumbled when I got up and we had set up all these lanterns and I knocked over a lantern. 
Oh no. So <laughs> I had to like I stood up to get on a knee. She knew that I was getting on a knee, but I had knocked over this lantern, so I felt like I had to kind of like pick up the lantern first to make sure like there wasn't a fire hazard. <laughs> but then I did get on one knee. <laughs> How did your engagement go? Well, I set a house on fire. Yeah. No big deal. Almost. Everyone's fine. <laughs> but Everyone's no, it was safe. it was great. Yeah. It was great. That's awesome. And you know, and and, and so all I have to say is that if you haven't folks checked out the episodes from last year there's just so many good ones there's so so many good episodes and i'm excited for uh this upcoming year and and the folks that we have dreamed about uh getting as guests and also i wanted to make sure you all knew i need to post this again online but listen if you ever want to email me because remember we're going to start answering listener letters you can email me at the patrick podcast at gmail com the patrick podcast at gmail.com you can email me there and then i will uh, start reading your listener reading and answering your listener letters but uh yeah so uh, i guess this is just like a little quick one-off episode but maybe i'll share and maybe we'll hear no ben did you have any wisdoms any nuggets you're gonna take with you from like what did 2020 what did it teach you like what was the lessons you're gonna take with you as we look forward to 2021 where hopefully life is a little different yeah i think that there's kind of two things that come to mind one is i think that 2020 taught me that that uh rhythm and habits are really, really important. Mm, um, that's good. When being forced to do less and go less places, I think that laziness and just lack of excitement are really easily able to creep in. And I think one of the things that can fight that is creating rhythms and habits that are outside of that that maybe don't have to fit into what your daily life is um but that are important to um to your mental health and your physical health that that help kind of expand yeah. your life outside of the things that you have to do yeah. um so that's good whether it was a weekly call with friends over zoom or um you know uh visiting a coffee shop um masked of course um visiting a coffee shop every day just to see other people other than who i work with and who i live with um yeah and uh just like the little things like that um i think those are really important for your mental health and and just creating rhythms outside of what you have to do um because you don't get to do many other things in 2020 yeah um yeah so that's one. The other thing, I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of resolutions um, for the New Year's. Not yeah. because I, I, I understand the resolutions are difficult to stick with, but also I think that it's, it, for me at least, it, it doesn't quite make sense to just have one moment in the year to try to better yourself. 
or where you where you reevaluate yourself and decide what to better yourself. I think it should happen throughout yeah. the year. Sure. So one of the things that I did this year that I didn't mean to do at the top of the year, but it just kind of happened was I actually just wrote my own creed of just my Ooh. life and my morals and my beliefs. And I just, um, I'm not going to share it cause that's for me, but oh, I, yeah. I highly recommend doing that. And, and I don't really have a template for it. Kind of what I did was I asked myself like 10 questions and then answered them. And that was the answers are kind of my creed. Um, yeah. but I've been looking at that every morning, um, just to kind of set my mind right. And just, it's, it's more of my mental resolution for the year. Yeah. I, I think that's, I, I love, I love that. That's really great. Um, and I think it's good for us to, you know, there's a spiritual practice called examen, right? And that's something that, you know, we, we often don't do just because we struggle with rhythm. And I think it's so good what you're saying to, uh, to just reflect, reflect on your life, uh, what has happened in your day. What was good? What was easy? What was heavy? What was hard? What was challenging? And and don't let the days like truly slip away. Because that was the thing about 2020. It's that like, in some ways, we got our wish. Now, what I mean by that is that a lot of us say, you know, I wish that I could spend more time in my home because I would get so much accomplished if I could just stay at home and just do work in the house. Now, what some of you realize in the last year is that you were able to do that and you did accomplish a lot of goals and things you wanted to see done in your own home, your condo, your apartment, wherever. But then what's true for a lot of us is that we had this grand list of what we were going to do in our space and what ended up happening. You end up letting the day slip away because the, the reality is that there 2020 still had its numbing features. You know, you could scroll your your whole day away on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter, you know, on Facebook, on reading article after article after article, and all this time has passed, and you're like, oh, well, uh, I didn't really get to work on that project. Yeah. And I, and I think that if anything, it would truly was a revealing year because we still were dealing with our own insecurities and anxieties and stressors. And we were still numbing the things with things that we have in our homes, devices and televisions and things of that nature. And so I, I definitely hope that whatever what was revealed to you in 2020 is that you don't forget what was revealed to you and that you do whatever you need to do to start to make the changes that will be the most healthiest for you. For some of us, it was realizing that, hey, I, I need to take serious this journey of finding a therapist. For some of us, it was you, you need to find a spiritual director. For some of you, it's I need to kind of like stop worrying about what others are thinking about me and just surround myself with uh, people that I can just be at ease around. And some of us, you know, it was like, okay, I think this job is the job and I need to like give more of myself to it because I love this work that I'm doing. or the revealing was that, hey, maybe it's time for me to make a change and take a leap. And I think that's what 
2020 taught for a lot of us. Yeah. It's, yeah. Go ahead. It's uh, I what I thought of just now is that like I've I typically most years always have this feeling of like I wish I could slow down, and yeah. then what I realize is when I finally slowed down, um, there were opportunities for depression and boredom and distraction to find its way into my life and i think that one of the things that we can come out of 2020 doing is learning that slowing down doesn't necessarily mean doing nothing um and that you do need this slowing down but you still also need like i was saying before these rhythms these habits um these things that can fulfill you um because doing while there is time to to be still and do nothing and meditate um that a life of all slow is uh i mean i think all of us agreed that it wasn't our favorite um, <laughs> no no not at all yeah that's very true yeah and i think uh and i think we've said this in a lot of different ways but i i do hope that a lesson or something that i'm taking with me in 2021 is, you know, that I need to say, you know, I love you to the people that I love more often. And not that I don't say that, but I think that we just, I think that if anything, we just need to be, you know, consistently and constantly, just like constantly reminded that this life is temporary. And we we know that mentally we all know that this life is temporary we know it but we still behave as as though there's always more time there's always going to be another time for me to say or do the things that i need to do and and for anything my for me it's like okay i need to be more about saying the words that matter to the people that matter the most to me um, and finding different, and maybe it's not like as directly as saying, Hey, I love you, but maybe it's, it's, it's communicating in such a way that they feel and, and realize that you are someone that they love and cherish and are, are, are very appreciative of. And so the, to me, that's what I'm trying to, to really hang on to in this new year, um, because you know, a lot of folks in 2020 did not expect to lose the loved ones that they lost. And, uh, and I think if anything, they losing someone, losing a family member is a, is a, is a reminder that, man, I wish I would have said more. Um, and now I don't get to say that. Um, so anyway, anyway, that's one of the lessons I'll take with me. Um, and it was for me, it was a, it was a kind of a, a crazy year in a sense of like while there was lots of celebrations for me i mean it definitely was a, a lot of tragedy you know um i think back to saying goodbye to a, a a dear friend who was a part of the you know church community that i was a part and i'm a part of saying goodbye to her early 2020 and then losing my uh my aunt to a battle of cancer in 2020 um to even my own you know uh catching of the covids that's right i had the covids i had it i got got 
but I survived, which I'm so thankful for. And I know that I that people who are not as fortunate and who was not who did not make it through. But you know, what a, I mean, it was just a really you know a year where I got to go on a road trip though with a dear friend, and I got to help him move into uh, this new city that is now going to be his home for a while. And that was an epic road trip from Nashville to Montana, like. I'll never forget that trip. Like it was such a wonderful, wonderful time. So I don't know. I, I I just think that sometimes we'll we don't take enough time to pause and reflect, to pause and even celebrate. You know, um, I'm about to do something pretty amazing tomorrow, opening up a new thing on on West End called OC West End. I'm I'm excited about that. But it's like I need I want us to pause and celebrate that. You know, because we we can quickly move on to the next thing. So make sure that whatever you are, listener, just to take time to do that and find those rhythms and and cling to the things that you're realizing about yourself. Um, I came across this wonderful quote that I was going to share with you all. I thought, man, this is a good quote, and maybe you'll find it helpful. It's from a guy by the name of a person by the name of Teddy Macker, and this this is the quote. I really like it. I just came, came across it here of, uh, recently. He said, if I were to quit worrying about what others thought of me, friends, and family in particular, how much more time would I have in my day to do reverence, to do right by this world? I was like, man, that's really good. What if I quit worrying? What if I what if I just paused it? What beautiful work could I do in this world? So that's something that hit me in a particular way, and I, maybe it will hit you in a certain way, and maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's not for you in this time, and that's okay. But I found that very helpful for me as I kind of start to build this new year because we're just getting started in 2021. We're still in the first quarter, people, which is uh, pretty exciting. So um, I think that's all that I really have. I don't know if I've got anything else to share. Ben, you have anything else we should, we should say or share before we leave on this mini episode? Yeah, uh, just something to look forward to in 2021. Um, there's you know i it's been a tough year and and i think that we've mentioned this in a few of the intros um but it's been a tough year for the entertainment industry 2020 was i need to get, stop getting in the habit I, I need to get out of the habit of saying it's been a tough year it was a tough year um, right but i think 2021 is going to be a great revival year i've just been kind of having this image of like the forest fire kind of thing um for the entertainment industry and i think that there's going to be a lot of really strong artists and entertainers coming out of this um a lot of excitement and um you know built up energy that that's going to come out in 2021 and so just remember that you know all the all the art that you love all the entertainment that you love those those are hard working people and 
they just like you were struggling in 2020. That's um, right. And just just get excited. I, I, for one example, that I'm I'm really excited. I I got to work with a new artist who's debuting in 2021. Um, nice. Named Harbeth Hall. Um. So I'm I'm very like after excited. the school. Like what is that? Did, did they are they from here? <laughs> they're they're not. They are not. Oh here. no! It, it's a he. He's not from oh, here, no. but he he saw the name Harpeth Hall and fell in love with it. Just kind of oh, became wow. fascinated with it. Um. Uh. Yeah. It it is named after the school, but it's not somebody who went there or anything like that. Um. But he's he's a. Uh, a really unique artist and i'm excited for his music to be out there and um yeah i'm just really looking forward to this year i think there's gonna be some really beautiful art that's made and i think that um there's probably going to be some new businesses that people new passions that people found in all the time that they had that are going to come to life in 2021 it, it's just gonna be a year of revival i think yeah I like that. I think you're right. I think you're right. And folks, if you haven't already, you need to be listening to the new Weezer album. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be listening to the new. There will be more Weezer content on our podcast in 2021 because it's more Weezer interviews and conversations and more coffee conversations. Like these, those are like two of my loves is Weezer and coffee. We've got to talk more about Weezer and coffee. Now, before I, I did say, before I got out of here, uh, you may not have some, but I'm just going to list a couple. Um, you know, since I'm in a, I was in a hot take episode, I, I have more to share. I, here's a couple things I'll, I'll, I'll rattle off to you all as we, as we leave this, this episode okay. that we're trying to leave. <laughs> we're trying to leave, but we keep getting drawn back in. Okay. First off, first off, first off. Okay. Listen, people, it's 2021. If you have not purchased a specialty mask yet, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? If you are still out here using the blue medical ones that are just in the store, you're, you're, you're telling me more about you than I'm you not think endorsing you this. <laughs> you don't have to endorse it. I'm just saying you, it's time. Look, if you still are waiting, it's time for you to buy a specialty mask. It's time for you to buy a unique mask, whether it's your favorite band or sports team or color. Like, it's time. You, Some of you, I get it. Some of you are holding out. Like, we're not going to be in this thing for long. Well, friends, we're going to mask are here for, uh, I think, a long time. Yeah. So I think it's time for you to to just shell out the twelve bucks, boo, and let's 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 style you up. Let's get you styled up. Just as like a response to that, I <laughs> I think that the the eco friendly message that comes with that, yeah, is there you go. That's an eco. But yes, to counter that, I. I think that there is a, a level of appreciation that needs to be shown to people that are wearing the oh, medical mask well, yeah. because, you know, if it works, it works, but yeah, get a, get a reusable one because it's better for yeah. the environment and it's better for the environment. Um, and big pharma, and those, you know, look, and those of you wearing, those of you wearing bandanas, stop it. <laughs> You're not a bandit. You're not a bandit. What are you doing? 
I prefer you in a blue one. I prefer you in a blue one. <laughs> I prefer you in a blue medical mask than looking like you're an arm robber from the from the from the nineteen twenties or whatever. Oh, I don't also, know. <laughs> to the group out there that needs to hear this, we know you didn't leave your mask in the car. We know you didn't. <laughs> now listen. Quit pulling that on us. <laughs> I left the mask. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just left it in my car. <laughs> I would rather you just be honest. Just be honest. It's fine. Just say, look, I, I don't have one. Okay. We have one here for you. Yeah. Now, another, another thing. If you listen, those of us who are starting to make our way out into these streets, no matter where you're living, if you're going out in these streets, going to coffee shops, going to restaurants, whatever, or if you are de- getting food delivered, take in. Everybody, 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 this is for all of us, everybody, listen up. You best be at the least tipping 20%. That is your, that is your starting point, friends. 20 and above. Don't you dare be tipping 10 to 15. Not when these folks are out here risking their lives to serve us food to work behind counters, to do so. If there is tipping involved, if there's in delivery, you better be tipping fat tips because these folks are deli- doing a service and risking their lives because they've because some of them have to because they're trying to provide shelter and food for themselves or loved ones. So it's pony up, tip yeah, well. I think of an example. Um, there's a local restaurant here in Nashville called Gray's. It's a vegan restaurant and. They, you know, obviously, when you're working out in a public space like that, you're, you're more exposed than someone who works from home. So, again, to your point of that's why the tip matters, because they're working not only hard, but also at yeah. a riskier uh, yeah. environment. Um, Gray's, at, at one point, a few, uh, a few months ago, they, they had one of their servers um, catch COVID. and. They had to close the restaurant for two days to before yeah. they could figure out who else was exposed and so they could clean and things like that. Like that's two days of business right. gone for a local restaurant. Um yeah. it's 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 a big deal. So Yeah. So yeah. Do that. Uh another thing is some of y'all still can't drive. I don't know what, what's going on with you. Some of y'all still out here in these streets not knowing how to drive. What are you Are doing? you just saying in general? <laughs> General, that's oh. a that's a general shot. I, I some of y'all, <laughs> some of y'all are not great drivers. You know who you are. Be better. Be best. <laughs> you need to figure. You need to figure it out. I don't understand. I don't. Some of you are not good at parallel parking. Figure it out. Yeah, and also that take the, a Saturday. Your turn Go signal practice. actually can turn on before it you works. make a turn, uh, and not if during. <laughs> And if someone's got a turn signal on, don't edge them. Don't try to trap them out. Yeah, Be but, nice. But also, again, just to clarify, in case anybody doesn't know about this new feature, you can turn the turn signal on before you start turning. And, and listen, don't, don't get mad. It's a turn signal, someone... not turn acknowledger. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. It's a signal, not an acknowledger. Yeah, that's good. Um, listen. Let's normalize guys wearing face masks as self-care. The face mask, I'm, I'm into them. 
I love them. We should all be about them. Guys, if you haven't done a face mask yet, get a face mask. You're talking about the like, like, cosmetic. Yeah, gadget. like yeah. you, like it's really, it's really nice. It's nice. I say, I'm, you know, I'm into it. I'm into all the things. I'm in, I am, uh, it, this is a, a hot take as or more of a, like a, I'm okay with like guys paying fingernails. A-okay. I'm with it. Yes. Thumb, two thumbs up. Come, if you want to come for me, come for me. I, I am, I am all about the stuff. Like, I love it. But I love face masks. I love the, I love the little, I just, I was like, you know what? I just need to come out and say I support such thing. And they even have one called a bro mask. Um, they're not sponsors of the podcast yet, but there's something called bro mask, which those, those are really nice. So, um, uh, recently someone sent me a message about, uh, an old hot take that I had. Cause apparently I've, I, I've said wild things for a long time, You, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember saying this, but it, it's very true that I probably said it. He said that I said that magic Johnson was better than Michael Jordan. And I'm fine with that. Sure. <laughs> sure. I was literally about to say, I feel like you wouldn't have said that, but now you're just claiming it. Yeah, I claim it. I'll even I claim it. Because you know, everyone, if you know me long enough, you know that I'm not I'm not a Michael Jordan stan. And that's okay. I'm not. Like I'm not I'm not here for it. So sure. Magic Johnson, better. Deal with it. TikTok, it's amazing. Stop stop all the hate. TikTok's is hilarious. Well, and we I had a hot take that we were talking about the other day that I think that the weekend's halftime show at the Super Bowl was Oh, maybe not bad, but it was a big missed opportunity. Yeah, so like part of me was like I I thought that for, you know, considering all things, it being you were still in the middle of, you know, global pandemic you know uh, and, and i mean here's the deal there are only a certain kind a certain kind of artist that would that do well at super bowl you got to be like even more poppy radio friendly than 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 the weekend like you know he couldn't do all of his songs because some of his songs are just not appropriate for uh, for a super bowl halftime show and so he did the best that he could and so uh, you know he's had a it's he's it's interesting right because it's true his last song blinding light would, is probably the biggest song of 2020 the biggest song. It was probably the biggest song of 2020. We can debate, you know, we can, we can have debate about, you know, what, is, what song may be bigger, but I still think that song was like one of the biggest, if not biggest, if not the biggest song of 2020. And so it's weird because like you have that, but like The Weeknd as an artist, he's not, people don't look at him the way they look at Adam Levine, if that makes sense, without getting too into it, right? Like, people are like, Adam Levine, take your shirt off. People are like, weekend, like, don't take your shirt off. Like, I like you in a suit. You look good in a suit, you know? Um, and he's not like a dancer, right? Like, the weekend is not really like, he, he can move around the stage, but he's not like him and the lead singer of churches, like the girl who is the lead singer of churches, they both are similar in that, like, they sound amazing. They do amazing work. They're just but awkward. they're just they're just kind of awkward on stage. Yeah, but this this is and, and the point that I brought up when we were talking about this the other day is that that's fine. I mean, they're still great. Sure. He's still a great artist. The weekend and oh, but yeah. That's why I think it was a missed opportunity because it's like okay, well, if it's not about his stage presence, 
Right. You know, don't make it a stage show, which is what they did. Yes, you know, like that's true. Even that's though there were all point. the memes, like by far the coolest visual moment was when he was in that hall of mirrors with oh, the handheld yeah. camera. They should have made it a a you know fifteen minute music video with like real camera art. Um, you know, it th- there wasn't an audience in the field. Take the opportunity yeah. to to do something bolder with the camera work and the do visual effects and 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 lighting. It, it, but they just made it a concert, just like anyone else would do it. But he's not like anyone else. Like that's the no. whole point. And that's the point. Big flop yeah, in my that's opinion. Right. Yeah, and I think I think people I think everyone is kind of in that boat. Like everyone's in that boat for different reasons, but I think a lot of people are in that boat, right? I think we appreciate the meme. Like he gave us a great meme. <laughs> I think, um, you know, we're always going to be thankful for the meme. You know, it's not, I don't think, I don't think it's as big as the Bernie meme was, but it definitely got, it definitely got a lot of traction. Got a lot of traction. It was very funny. It was a very funny, very funny uh, meme in the, in the house of lights. Um, And then the last thing I'll say is if you're doing the Twitter stories thing, whatever they call them, fleets, is that right? I think they call them fleets on Twitter, like little stories. Stop it. Just stop it. Nobody's here for that. Twitter, you need to stop it. And if you're posting those, stop it. Just tweet. Just tweet like a normal person. We don't, we don't need the fleets. We don't need the fleets. We don't need the reels. We don't need any of this. Well, Twitter, we need- Twitter did admit the other day that most of their users aren't even in America anymore. So it, <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about it. <laughs> and Twitter's kind of over here. Oh, well, no, I still like Twitter. I still am. I'm still a Twitter person. I still like That's it. Okay. It's okay. I like, I like them all. I like them all. I like, I think they all have, they all, I like to like them all. I'm okay with all of them. Okay. That's it. I don't know if you got anything else, Ben. No. We, 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 we've rambled. We've rambled enough. Yeah. We started but, by saying this is going to be like, what, a 15 minute episode. And I'm looking at the clock and we're at like 45. Oh no. We have to leave. Listen. Y'all, thanks for listening. Truly, I, I am thankful. I mean, every week, there are so many of you that listen. Thank you so much. You mean so much to me for just giving us your time. And yeah, I hope to keep giving you good content. And yeah, let's have a good 2021. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.